Greetings. Welcome to Carmelite Conversations. Thank you for joining me. This is Frances Harry, your host. Today, we have a presentation by Deacon Rusty Baldwin, who is a member of the Secular Order of Discussed Carmelites in Dayton, Ohio. He's going to talk to us about discernment. Now, in our Christian lives, we constantly are making decisions and seeking, you know, what is God's will for our life? Deacon Baldwin talks to us about discernment as an encounter with the Lord. You know, a lot of us have a wrong idea of what discernment is. So Deacon Baldwin will tell us what it is not and then what it really is. And when do we need to use discernment and clarifying our understanding of the Christian essence of discernment and how discernment is even a form of prayer. And that really opens your eyes. So in the end, he will describe this encounter with the Lord, what it looks like and how it differs from our desires. Our desires and our discernment are different. So I think that this will be eye-opening or refreshing. At any rate, it was very helpful to me and I wanted to share it with you. So I hope you will enjoy this talk it's only a short talk, but it's potent. So uh, I present to you Deacon Rusty Baldwin on discernment, an encounter with the Lord. A word we hear quite a bit in Christian circles is discernment. For Catholics, this tends to be heard almost exclusively when we were younger and might indeed have been discerning a vocation to the religious or married life, or perhaps later in life, like all of us here, when we were discerning our vocation to Carmel. This is all fine insofar as it goes, but discernment is called for throughout our lives when we're trying to determine God's will in a particular situation of some importance. But many have a fundamental misunderstanding of what discernment is. Namely, that in essence, it is a decision. Granted, one may add, a decision that includes sufficient reflection and input from various sources, but a decision nonetheless. But that is not, in fact, what discernment is. For whereas a decision is an act of the intellect, discernment takes place in the heart. A decision occurs at a given point in time, whereas discernment is a process that occurs over time. The fruit of discernment is often some course of action, yes, but that is not its essence nor does this mark the definitive end of the discernment process. What then is discernment? The essence of discernment, according to a synod of bishops that met in Rome in 2018, is an encounter with the Lord that takes place deep in the heart. An encounter with the Lord that takes place deep in the heart. Discernment, they continued, is an authentic form of prayer. 
Now, when I read this, I got pretty excited and was all ears, if you will. For the implications flowing from this insight are profound for us Carmelites. For without denying the role intellect plays in discernment, when we understand the essence of discernment, the seat of discernment, as it were, then discernment necessarily moves from the head to the heart, from reasoning, logic, and a calculation of pluses and minuses to a deepening of our relationship with the Lord. Let me repeat that. Discernment is a deepening of our relationship with the Lord that enables us to be sensitive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Does this definition not capture the essence of prayer and contemplation as well? And this is why it's inaccurate to think of discernment as a decision that takes place at some discrete moment. For the deepening of a relationship can only take place over time. Thus, First and foremost, discernment requires time and opportunities for these encounters with the Lord to take place. These opportunities include those we find in daily life, like receiving the sacraments in which our Lord makes himself present to us. Times we set aside for prayer, meditation, and contemplation, as well as acts of charity to the poor. Such encounters also happen, as you might expect, on retreats, pilgrimages, and other opportunities for meditation and spiritual direction. But I need to caution you that discernment is not the spiritual version of a purpose-driven life. That is, we're deepening a relationship, not achieving an objective. We're learning to listen, not grasping at a goal. Thus, there are fundamentally different attitudes and interior dispositions in play here. Humility, emptying oneself of oneself, and a willingness to follow where the Lord leads being the most notable. Equally fundamental to discernment, according to the Synod, is self-awareness, self-acceptance, and repentance, combined with a willingness to put one's life in order, abandoning whatever might emerge as an obstacle and regaining the interior freedom necessary to make choices that are guided by the Holy Spirit. Finally, they conclude that discernment requires the courage to engage in spiritual combat as there will be no shortages of temptations and obstacles that the evil one places in our path. Now, if all this sounds like a way to become a saint or a way to grow in holiness, congratulations. You're beginning to see what true discernment is and why discernment is so often associated with vocations. Now, we all know that as secular Carmelites. Our vocation is to prayer, but we also have the mission to know God so that he may be known. 
And it is in fulfilling this mission that we bear witness to all the faithful of the vocation to holiness we all share. What does discernment look like when we apply these principles? Father Ryan O'Neill of the Archdiocese of Denver has some wisdom for us here. God, Father Ryan assures us, speaks to us through our thoughts, feelings, and desires. So we need to set time aside to reflect on these thoughts and feelings that come to us during meditation and contemplation. But though it sounds obvious when stated plainly, often we can confuse a desire with God's will. God's will, Father Ryan says, is different from desire. A desire might be an indicator of God's will, but so often they're not the same. Another basic principle of discernment, he continues, is that you cannot drive a parked car. By that he means often we are so worried about making a mistake or making the wrong choice that we end up paralyzed and do nothing at all. This leads to what are called perpetual discerners. We will all make mistakes in the spiritual life and in the act of discerning God's will. But the biggest mistake we can make is to do nothing. God has a beautiful plan for your life, Father Ryan says. But he's usually waiting for us to turn the key and rev the engine. In my experience, he continues, God always starts talking when I start walking. The point is, is to deliberately do something that gives legs, if you will, to your thoughts, feelings, and desires. Then take that to prayer. Take time for an encounter with the Lord so that you might reflect on what you've learned. The Bishop's Synod concurs with this. They wrote, the process of trying to discern a course of action cannot last indefinitely. It is therefore essential to proceed via an attentive listening to the interior promptings so as to hear the voice of the Spirit. Engagement with daily reality takes on special importance in this regard. Unquote. Discernment is an encounter with the Lord that takes place deep within the heart. It is an authentic form of prayer. I said before that the definitive end of discernment is not a decision. What then is the definitive end of discernment? The definitive end is holiness. The definitive end of discernment comes when our heart is like his.